the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio, your real talk station, your real 24 hours of commercial free programming. Like a homeless man trying to change his life. We do it so fresh. And we do what the fuck we want to do. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Log on to SeanTGreen.com and click the Amazon link to support the Green Room today. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, the host of the Green Room, Sean Green. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Green Room. We're doing it live here on LATalkRadio.com. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in the program. We got an amazing show for you. I'd like to welcome on the voice of the Green Room, Logan Left Eye Lystico. Huh? <laughs> you got it every time, Logan. Appreciate that. All right, Logan. Well, you mentioned Amazon, and uh, besides Amazon, we're also sponsored by LegalZoom.com. And I don't know if you heard about this offer they're sponsoring well they're sponsoring the uh, hotline the legal zoom self-help hotline 323-203-0815 because uh you know legal zoom they're not a law firm they're a uh, self-help service that provides legal services at your specific direction and they also have a special offer here free accounting software free press release free web design consultation about the only freebie legal zoom isn't tossing your way for your new business, it's free coffee, and they'll get back to you on that one. But right now, when you start your business at LegalZoom using our Express Gold Corporation or LLC package, not only will you save a pile of money, you'll receive free Sage Petrie First Accounting Software, $100 value, free 60 days of trusted ID identity theft protection, a free press release from industry leader PR Web distributed to over 30,000 websites and blogs, a $200 value, incorporate your file, or incorporate or file your LLC in 2010 for all these free business extras. It's not a treat. It's an wait. <laughs> it's not a trick. It's an absolute treat. Legal Zoom. <laughs> and uh, for even more savings, enter green in the referral box at checkout. LegalZoom.com. Wow, Logan. I th- you would have thought I was the one drinking before the show, but no. <laughs> but no. In fact, it's you. Yep. Logan's a little tipsy, and he's in a celebratory mood. And yeah. why shouldn't he be? We have an amazing show. Like I said, we have. Coming up later, from the Go Topless movement, Laura Turstenjack. She's a uh, very cute chick, and she's in from the Go Topless movement. We'll get into that. We also have movie reviews from our in-house movie reviewer, Stud Manley. But first, I'd like to welcome on comedian Cornell Reed. Cornell, thanks for being on the show. You said comedian, like a yeah, woman. Yeah, I know. Sorry. It, yeah, I guess it might have sounded a little like comedian. Yeah, 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 it is what it sounds like. Although, if I was a woman, I'd be a terrible-sounding woman. <laughs> no one would want to have sex with me based on my voice. I well, you differ. Or based oh. on your body. You don't really have a very feminine body. I got some boobs working. <laughs> well, well, you we're have gonna... a nice feminine beard going. <laughs> Thank Wait. you. We're going to be seeing some, hopefully. This chick coming in from the Go Topless movement. I hope she realizes I want to experience the movement when you come in. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, the, the basis of their whole thing is... Now, it's about equality, so she may want to... One of us to get topless. Well, Logan, you're you, you're drunk, so I, I imagine you're the one who's gonna have to get topless. You're cool. Well, with that, I'm right? already topless, so <laughs> <laughs> let's start this party. Logan's using the theater of the mind, claiming he's already topless. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's basically their whole angle is equality. They have pictures on their website, gotopless.org. They have all these pictures of huge fat guys with giant breasts, 
and a little thing saying, oh, this is legal? And then, you know, of course they have, um, you know, good-looking girls with, like, X's over their breasts, and they're like, what, this is illegal? So we're going to have... So their point is they're mad because titty, you can't, girls can't show their titties in public. It's not equal. Yep. I agree with this movement. What? But what a stupid movement. <laughs> what? Well, why would you spend so much time... Yeah, I mean, time? it doesn't matter that much, but I agree with this movement. And whenever I, sure. tell, whenever I tell somebody that, though, they're like, no, breasts are cool because they're secret. That makes them more mysterious and more, like, cool when you do see them. But I don't know. I There's something to that. There's okay. something – no, yeah. I mean, there is something to that, but as a, like, feminist myself, <laughs> right. I am right, right on. All right. Well, Logan appreciates <laughs> show, that. Show those titties. Man, <laughs> uh, let's get into it. We, uh, we got a lot of clips to here to get to. This is – I've just been um, – Jimmy Kimmel tweeted this. I don't know where he found it from, but this is a guy. He um, – uh, I'm guessing he's a, he's a black gentleman. He was playing Madden online, had an amazing play, and he decided to do the instant replay, record it, put it up on YouTube. But the, the whole brilliance of this uh, play is, of course, his narration. It's, I don't know, there's no other word to describe it, but hilarious. So this is a, a guy, I don't know his name, but he's describing his Greg Jennings touchdown that he scored on Madden that he decided to record and put up on YouTube. So enjoy. This is why I say I'm one of the hardest niggas in Madden. I have one of the most best offense in Madden history. Look at this shit. Look at that nigga. Greg Genius caught that shit. This is right, last play of the game. But dog, earlier though, the nigga broke his fucking leg. <laughs> it is it is pretty funny to watch the video too. Y'all yeah, put it up on SeanTGreen.com, a link to it. But yeah, Greg Jennings catches this pass. He, he's throwing it from Aaron Rodgers in the back of his own end zone. He catches this pass and Greg Jennings is running down the field, grabbing his broken leg. It is. I, I kind of see why the guy's this excited. How is he running with a broken leg? <laughs> Look at this nigga holding this shit, though. <laughs> Dog, he put the team on his back. Dog, let's go inside the mind of a Greg Jennings. <laughs> yeah, this is a video game, right? Dog, I got yeah. do this shit. I put a team on my fucking back, though. My <laughs> leg broke. I don't know how the fuck I'm running right now, though. I'll do this shit for Madden. <sighs> Oh shit, Darren Sharper, <laughs> one of the most hardest hitting safeties in the league. But I put the team on my back, dude. Fuck it, you can't stop me. This guy Across 10 years the old, plane. what the fuck? Touchdown, Greg Jennings. 49-20, man, fuck with me. Fuck you, Gumby. <laughs> Gumby was, of course, the screen name of the guy who was playing Madden. <laughs> no, no, Logan, I, I think he's, uh, he seems like a grown adult. He's just really fired up about Madden. And I think that's why the Madden, there used to be a show, Madden Challenge, where it was guys playing Madden against each other. And I don't think the show ever worked because it was totally censored. And it would just be guys going back and forth of, oh, you stink. No, you stink. You need a real guy like this really, you know, cutting loose, dropping the N-word, saying fuck. Like that's, you know, you need something crazy if you're going to do a video game show. Definitely, definitely. Otherwise, it's just nerds playing video games. Right. You need a you need a little something behind it. You need a, you need edgy guys. Yeah, that's real edgy. <laughs> but Logan, what's with the sarcasm? Logan, dude, I, I don't understand sports games at all. First of all, watching sports, 
I love sports. I love to play sports, and watching sports is okay, but it's definitely a step down from playing. Okay, and playing sure. a video game of sports? What is the fucking point? <laughs> it's a fucking video game. You could do anything you want. You could be on an alien world or fucking in the military or kill people or whatever you want, and you're going to fucking play football? How lame are you? Well, I mean, <laughs> to play, be in a video, like an alien planet, to be on an alien planet or to play professional football, they're both just as unrealistic for me to be doing. But it's not, it's not like, it doesn't blow my mind that a video game character right, it's a fantasy. broke his leg for and me, did all this shit, and it's not like, ooh, oh yeah, fuck you, it's like, <laughs> that's the most boring video game ever, <laughs> who the fuck cares? Alright, well I guess, the, I guess the point is, for me, I actually care about the Philadelphia Eagles, I want them to do well, so it's kind of a fantasy for me to play on the Philadelphia Eagles and have them win. I'm not invested in alien life forms and all this, and like Halo and all that stuff. Yeah, obviously, if you play the game and you get invested into it, that's one thing. But I think for playing sports, it's fulfilling that dream I think every kid had to play professional sports. So now you get to play professionals. This guy never got to talk smack about catching a 100-yard pass. But now, thanks to Xbox and YouTube, he can talk smack. He can call out his buddy Gumby. He can put it up on YouTube, call 200,000 views, uh, yeah, and, and everyone knows. Yeah, dork. Gumby does not sound like his buddy. <laughs> Logan, tell you that Logan tell, does this sound like a dork? This is why I say I'm one of the hardest niggas in Madden. Uh-huh. Yes! Does that sound like something a yes! dork? Yes! Definitely! Wonder- Are you kidding me? You think he's cool because he's saying oh. that? I'm the hardest motherfucker in Madden. I kick that dude's ass. I don't even give a shit if he plays in the real NFL. God, what a... We heard it here first. Let's set up a fight between Logan and this nerd. I will not back down from that fight. If he can set it up, I don't give a shit if he knocks me out. I will do it. Fuck him. Logan, you are are really fired up. I I like the display of emotion. I like... Yeah. It's new Logan's feisty. So now, Logan, what'd you get into today? Why, Why so feisty? I know you've had a couple cocktails. Take us through your day. Well, I work at NBC.com, and today we had uh, an off-site, which basically means we went to Hollywood and saw a bunch of motivational speakers. Oh, God. Give, like, How was the motivational speakers? Did you feel motivated? Is that why you're all fired up, Logan? Well, the first the first ones were talking about, like, achieving your goals in business, and it was, like... It's awful. It was awful. It was boring, but, you know, whatever. It was a, It wasn't, like... Terrible, I guess. Okay. It was what you'd expect. The second person was like a physical fitness guy. He was pretty funny. He got on, he got on stage. Wait, wait, wait. First, he had a ponytail. And when he got on stage, it was like, okay, ponytail guy. Let's see, see what you got. But he's actually pretty funny. How was he funny? What was he doing that was funny? Uh, Well, he got the... The uh, leader of NBC Digital Technology or whatever, Vivi Ziegler, who's like a really big executive, sure. Google her or whatever, he got her on stage and let, was like messing with her spine and stuff, and he was just like, oh, she's in pain, but she doesn't want me to see it, and like, I busted, I laughed. Really <laughs> loud. What's funny about that? Because she's like this hard-ass executive who's like, you know, that's okay. just, that's like typical of an executive. Okay. Like, so he they, was They don't the- show pain, you know. I don't know. I, I thought it was funny. But anyway, <laughs> we went to lunch, and then after lunch, this other guy came oh, up. Man. Okay, just, keep going. All right. And this guy sucked. Okay. He That's... basically got up and was just like, his whole thing was basically think positive. But he talked for like an hour and a half about being positive. And like, you control your own emotions. And it's like, uh, yeah, we know that. <laughs> and... 
oh, it's just so, it was so belittling. He would tell jokes and then laugh at his own jokes. Not I, as funny as Ponytail's jokes? No. No, Ponytail guy. So you didn't learn anything from the motivational speaker? No. It, no, and he, at a point, first of all, at a point in his speech, he was talking about, like, um, perceptions about, like, how we've been conditioned to think. And he was like, so... Who who in here thinks you have to work hard to make a lot of money? And like you know, a lot of people raise their hand. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to work hard. A lot of people have fun in their jobs. I take vacations all the time. <laughs> and I was just sitting here thinking like, uh, yeah, asshole, we work for a company, and that's not our choice to like have vacations or not. Fuck you. And then uh, so you weren't getting motivated. Well, you were getting no, motivated. I'm just getting angry. To hate that guy. I bet that guy loves Madden. Now, but Logan, I I feel like as um, we haven't talked about this yet on the show, but you're starting up your own business, not oh, a filmmaking business, not uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Now I I we well would... let's not for tax purposes say I'm starting my own business. Okay, <laughs> talking about selling stuff on eBay. No, IRS's favorite podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're huge in the IRS. Well, okay, all right. No, the other business you started up. The Gumball Empire? Yeah, the, oh, where the yeah. real Take money's us, oh, at, yeah. Logan. Take us through your recent uh, business that you're starting. Well, I... Perhaps you're going to go to LegalZoom.com, get a lot of free uh, business essentials there. Well, well, that's the beauty of the vending machine business, is I don't really have to do that, because <laughs> it's all under the radar, and I'll get checks. None checks. of it's on paper. No, I just get quarters <laughs> from gunball machines. Now, how's it? I got I got this gunball machine for sixty dollars from the local uh, thrift store, which, by the way, I guess I'll just put this out there. American Way thrift store in Burbank is selling sixty dollar gumball Dude, machines. Dude, don't give away your business plan before hey, you, know you even start. I, can, I got one, and I don't think I'm gonna be able to buy more. At right now, so if you right, guys want to go out there and do there's this, there's a credit freeze on his gumball empire. <laughs> These gumball machines, brand new, are worth like 300 to 500 dollars, and they're selling for 60 bucks. So in theory, I haven't actually made any money off of it yet, but I could sell it for more money. You haven't made any money off it sitting in our garage? <laughs> no, it's empty. No, but I'm just saying, like you could, I could sell it and make money, or sure. I could, I think, buy gumballs and candy, and it's got three different dispensers and make like. You know, according to the internet, make like 90 bucks a month or something like that extra. That's so you're ready cool. to go. Yeah. He's got, he's got, he's an entrepreneur. Logan, uh, you're like a young Donald Trump, Logan. You got the, you got the wacky hair. You got the business. You're ready to go. <laughs> Old bubblegum tycoon, Logan lies the cow. So we got, uh, let's see, we got Halloween coming up. <laughs> Have you guys thought about what you're going to be for Halloween at all? Yes. Cornell? Yep. Um, <clears throat> well, I... First off, I have two ideas. Um, first one was to be uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger from Predator. Um, nice. Just want to be something really badass and something super unobtainable for the body that I have. <laughs> um, but I wanted to be also something that would have been like super pertinent last year, like a real like be right. Octomom. This yeah, year Octomom, or like Terry Schiavo. <laughs> right, right, like Lady Gaga's bubble costume or something. Yeah. Let's do, so something super passe, but I don't know. Probably just Logan, what are you leaning to? All right, Radio Land, don't steal my idea unless you had it first. <laughs> I'm going to be a Chilean miner. <laughs> no way, really? Logan, yeah. you're the only guy to think of this. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, is everyone doing that? Everyone's going to be a Chilean uh, miner. While I worked today, another thing that happened was we all decided to be Chilean miners for something. I don't know. Sweet. As a group, so. Chilean well, miner. I mean, I guess all I really have to get is, like, one of those things that ties around your head. It's a light. Right, one of those little dome lights. And I can still be something else for actual Halloween. Well, you should be powder chap. Since, since, since I mine. disappointed Cornell. Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, I guess you're right. You say it does seem obvious. No one steal my idea unless you already had it. Well, everyone I qualified it. All right, Logan, <laughs> just relax. You're all right. <laughs> I, uh, I I'm just trying to be energetic. I'm not like. Oh, I'm just angry. saying powder, <laughs> which was such an awesome costume to Chilean oh, miner. Right. Last oh, by year, the way. Last year, of course, Logan went as powder. He shaved his eyebrows. <laughs> I, you know, he freaked I, out a lot of people, according to his mother. You can go to SeanTGreen.com and look up last year's photos. You can see. I remember I got a, a fan mail, and it was right around that time. Someone sent me an email, and it was like, man, I really enjoy the show. Wow, Logan really looks crazy. Like, I don't think he had any idea that. So the Logan dressed up in uh, all white powder is, of course, Logan dressed up as powder. I recently hosted a Halloween costume. That's why I brought it up. I, I hosted a contest. Host, you hosted yeah. a costume? I hosted a Halloween costume contest. Sorry. Thanks, Logan. And uh, I was there. I was up on stage. It was a sexy Halloween costume contest. So I read off the names of the three chicks that are sexy. They come up on stage. I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. I'm interacting with them, going back and forth. I'm like, oh, what's your name? <laughs> what are you? Oh, you a naughty... Uh, EMT, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, of course, they're like laugh. They're loving it. The one chick is on a reality show, like Bad Girls Club Miami, so she's just striking a pose in this bar in Glendale where there's like 20 people, oh, and there there were three hot chicks. So of course, they're the three finalists in the sexy costume contest. Then I'm I'm going through the people, and out of nowhere, this voice up front. Yo, where are the big girls at? Was, what? Yo, you don't got any big girls up there. What's up with that? It was obviously a very heavy set girl in the front row who was angry that there was no fat chicks up on stage. So I was like, oh, all right, uh, come on up. And then uh, I guess they were, I was supposed to judge it by um, crowd applause. So I go through the first hot chick. Yay. Second hot chick. Yay. Third hot chick. Yay. Fourth heavy set chick. Ah, the place is going wild. So I'm like, all right, you're the winner. And she went over. She got her prize or whatever. And then I tried to talk to the three hot chicks. Like, oh, pretty crazy how he gave that prize to that chick. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. Like, they just walk right they by just me. Angry. <clears throat> oh, they were really fired up. Women take that stuff seriously. Women take any any kind of slight snub or, or anything like that. They're very competitive. They saw me up on stage. They're like, wow, this guy, he, you know, wow, we got to go after this guy. And they felt real competitive. So it's understandable that when I inevitably picked the heavyset chick that they would feel, oh, my God, we're losing out to this heavyset chick. But isn't so. that like a great neg? <laughs> yes. Of course, uh, Cornell's talking about the game, which they, they, they tell you that part of it is to be mean to the chick. But I never got – you know, you're supposed to kind of neg the girl, you know, kind of be negative to them. Like, oh, I don't care what other people say. That's a good haircut. And then they're supposed to feel like low self-esteem and vulnerable. I never got past the initial neg. It's like, oh, man, your haircut looks stupid. <laughs> hey, dumpy bitch. Yeah, I, I never found that. Yeah, I guess you got to find pretty that. pretty hot for a frumpy chick. <laughs> yeah, I never found that fine line between insulting and kind of charming insulting and playful and flirty and right. insulting and just, wow, that's really insulting. <laughs> I don't, I, right. 
I found my own niche in just straight up being insulting, but then laughing really hard afterwards, and then they're like, like forced to laugh. Like what? Like, like pretend if I'm a, a pretty girl. Like if a girl says something kind of dumb, I'm like, oh, okay. wow, <laughs> that was stupid. And then she's like, what did you say? And then I'm just be like, <laughs> just joking. <laughs> she's like, oh my god, you're cute. <laughs> it works. Logan, will you try that on the go topless girl today? Yeah, Logan. Yeah. Hopefully when she comes oh, in. Oh, yeah. No, it's a perfect example. Oh, yeah. Those are all right. Nah, I'm just checking. <laughs> now, Logan, yeah. I, I know uh, I know. recently you made an announcement that was pretty crazy. You said to me, you came into the house and you said, Sean, I'm going gay. What what drove you to that, Logan? <laughs> uh, girls are crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. That's now, it. <laughs> have, you tried, have you tried online dating at all? <laughs> A little bit. I, well, not really. Okay. But I definitely sent some messages out to some <laughs> girls on Plenty of Fish. <laughs> How's that going? Any bites? Uh, yeah, I got a bite from a girl who's currently in India. Now, we, I noticed what? that you, yeah. Logan seemed to develop a taste for the curry. Logan seems to be really <laughs> interested in Indian chicks lately. What do you think draws you to be attracted to Indian chicks? Because I've known you for a while, and it never really came up. I mean, there was... Um, well, I've always kind of been in... Well, I'm just into dark skin, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Um, well, I'm just wondering. I've just if... known a lot of Indian chicks in my life, and they've all been really hot. That's all. I mean, I don't really actually have some sort of fetish for Indian chicks or anything, but. Okay, but. Know, I, but any... all Indian chicks are hot. But they're all hot. <laughs> and no other chick is. No. <laughs> all right, so any uh, single Indian ladies, feel free to give us a call. 323-203-0815. All right, uh, Cornell was uh, kind enough to email me this clip uh send it over my way i think the uh, title of the clip says it all and that's tourette's karaoke so enjoy That's a Tourette's karaoke. Uh, all right. He does it so on beat. It's awesome. Yeah, no, it's weird because the whole thing about Tourette's is, oh, my God, I can't control myself. I'm just yelling all these curse words. But he, he kind of has a rhythm to it. Yeah. And he's singing. Supposedly singing is helpful if you stutter or if you have Tourette's. And he seems like, yeah, the – Fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, it's like it's like a metronome. It's right on yeah, beat. He's not exactly. missing a beat. Probably really helps him. Well, now, Cornell, I'd like to announce that we, of course, have a bet going on. You're from uh, Northern California. Your mm-hmm. Giants are playing the Phillies in the National League Championship Series. Currently, Philly just won 4-2 to to send the series back to Philadelphia, but they're Ouch. down 3-2 in the series, so they got to win the next two at home. Explain our bet. All right, well, we have a bet, and actually, Logan and our other roommate, Ryan, have the same thing because Logan's from Texas. <laughs> You know, as much as he says he cares about sports, he doesn't care. But um, <laughs> but uh, and he doesn't really play sports that often. No, he doesn't exercise at believe all. Believe me, I wish he'd played more sports. It's glorious to watch every Lo- time. Logan stepped outside of the studio for a second, so <laughs> yeah. Um, so our our bet is whoever wins the Giants Philly series 
No, no, whoever loses. All right, so if the Giants lose, I have to chug a 40. A Mickey's 40 we have left over from a, a comedy garage we had last month. And if the Phillies lose, then Sean has to chug a 40. Which I, I totally agreed to because the, uh, the Phillies were uh, – decently favored or they were kind of seen as the favorite to even win the world series so i was like oh yeah i get to see cornell chug a 40 i i i guess the reality was hitting me especially when they were down three games to one now it's three games to two so they're hanging on there I, what yeah. do you have a plan for chugging a 40 i haven't i haven't chugged a beer in a long time to no, begin with i mean yeah chugging a can of beer is kind of a lot for me <laughs> um, especially a warm mickey's yeah i know it's gonna be disgusting i i mean I don't know. Ryan was bra- our other roommate Ryan was bragging about how he could definitely get it down, but he's most likely going to vomit too. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I'd like to uh, grab a seat, Laura. Laura, and I'd like to welcome you onto the program. Thank you. Know. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Okay, and uh, can you pronounce your last name for us? My last name is Turstenyak. Turstenyak, okay. Kind of a mouthful there. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to I was trying to get it earlier. Now where's that? What's that? Uh, what it, ethnicity? It's Slovenian. Slovenian. Ah. Papa is Slovenian. Oh okay, cool. It's been the story of my life. First thing I, I have a, a strange first name no one can say, and my my last name is you know always mutilated. So. Right. The first name <laughs> is Lara. Lara. Like Lara Croft. Like Most Michael Lowry. Laura, you know, oh, okay. But. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Tomb Raider. Lara. Okay. Yes. So Ra. you're from Go Topless. Explain yes. to us the Go Topless movement. Wow. Well, GoTopless.org, for those of you who have not seen the website, yep. is uh, a movement that is basically stating that until women have the same constitutional right as men to uh, go top free, we will be every year protesting across the country. Um, it started in 2007, two years ago, uh, with, I think, four cities participating. Last year, there were six cities, and this year, there were ten cities that participated so wow. it's been a pretty big movement on august 26th okay which or it, it august 26th commemorates women's equality day for women's rights to vote yep you don't need to tell me all right you all know that mm-hmm. and um yeah so we do it usually on the last sunday before the 26th so this year it was on the 23rd okay and uh, women across the country and this year what we did really different was we invited men to show their support to show that if women don't have the same right as men to go topless wherever they can be, then men should have to cover up, meaning we made, I think in each city, about 50 different uh, bikini tops in red, and uh, men wore bikini tops and marched with us, and women wore their like red X's on their nipples because it's illegal to show the nipple. So wait, technically, <laughs> under under current laws, you can... In, here in California. I mean, I was here in, in, in Venice Beach. Okay. We did the protest in Venice Beach. Yeah, of course, it's from video. state to state. It's different. Um, in Venice Beach, it's uh, if you show the areola or nipple, it is illegal and you'll be arrested. So like the last two years, we wore fake... We had pasties that looked like fake nipples. Nice. So in the photograph, it really looks like you're topless. Right. Uh, but it was legal. So the cops were like, nope, we can't do anything. You're legal. But it looked like we were topless. It wow. is so, funny that, that the cops would even <laughs> even have something to worry about. Because you, you walk around Venice Beach, there's people smoking weed, people rollerblading all over the place, <laughs> right, dogs right. crapping everywhere, guys walking down the street with giant bow constrictors on their right, heads. Right, right. So what's up with a pair of breasts? Okay, right? now so, you, you explain. Well, that's kind of offensive, but... Logan, Logan, <laughs> Logan's, They're pretty dangerous. Huh? Logan's, <laughs> your eye out. Logan's super conservative. 
Now, okay, so I understand the kind of idea of go topless. You want right. women's equality to go topless. But what kind of drew you to the movement? How did you hear about it? How did you decide, oh, my God, I got to get behind this. I'm tired of getting arrested for walking around <laughs> topless. Did something happen? What drove you towards this movement? Absolutely. Well, I myself um, am a Raelian bishop in the Raelian movement. And the okay. founder of go topless is Rael, and um, his name is Rael. Sorry, not Israel, but okay. Israel. And um, the, the organization, the Raelian Movement, is a spiritual organization that believes in absolutely nonconformism, freedom of rights, freedom of speech, you know, and supports causes like Gotapas and a number of other very revolutionary causes, especially the repression of women, the repression of freedom of, of expressing ourselves in whatever that may be, whether it's okay. artistic or sensually or sexually, you know, so... Um, when I, when um, Rael, the the leader of the spiritual organization, the Raelian Movement, which you can see on Rael.org, okay, um, he heard about the case of a woman in 2006 who was um, arrested on a subway in New York City, Phoenix Freely, I'm pretty sure it's her last name, Freely, and uh, she won her case, won $29,000 in New York City, wow. and after that, they had changed the laws in that area. And in Manhattan, I don't know if many of you know, you can go topless in Central Park and through Manhattan down in the really? city streets. So because those laws have changed, you know, obviously there's been kind of slowly. So when Ryle heard about this, he said, we have to do something because, you know, it's again and again that women are repressed, are put okay, back. So Rael saw, hey, saw women are being repressed. They want to walk around topless. Right. They I'm going to get behind. Right. I'm going to get behind this. We should start an organization called gotopless.org. Okay. Done. Now, how did you find so out about Rael? How did you? Oh, gosh. Uh, that's, uh, that's a whole other long story, another you know, another show. I'll come back on Okay. <laughs> but I, I've known about the Raelian movement for 14 years. I was living in Europe. I read his book. It absolutely changed my life, moved me. Um, it's an atheist, very spiritual atheist understanding of how we came to be here on this planet. So. Now, as an atheist, <laughs> does he believe in spirits? Nope. So it's not spiritual? It spirit Well, spiritual doesn't mean believing in spirits. But that's a whole nother, like I said. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, sounds like a, so now, uh, sounds like a third show. Or, right, exactly, that's so. what I said. But you can look on rail.org for those who are curious about the Raelian movement and everything that we stand for. But we, we stand behind, you know, the support of, you know, condoms in schools, um, of the freedom of sexuality, freedom of choice, you know, et cetera. Being able to be free because that's what every human being has the right to. So if we are condemned because we're not equal to another person, then that's some, somewhere our freedom is being taken away. So we can look at this as like, you know, in, in segregation times, black people weren't allowed to sit on <laughs> the bus, little, right? Yeah. No, well, yeah. No, it's the exact But really, thing, I mean, Cornell. a woman, I could be arrested right now. If I was to go topless on Venice Beach, I could be arrested and put in a file with pedophiles, sex offenders, and rapists because I showed one square inch of my nipple. Well, right. you'd probably public. be put in you know, like a little jail and they would be like, <laughs> Well, I guess they'd be put in the same jail, but they'd eventually go <laughs> to prison. You know what I'm saying. And yeah, I don't think course. you would go to prison. But I have it. a record which shows up yeah, in true. any situation that I've been arrested because, and I'm in a file with sex offenders because I showed my nipples. Did you have any problems you know? when you guys recently protested no, down in no, Venice No, no, absolutely. Beach? The Venice police officers, they've known about us every year, and of course we get our permit out there, and, and in all the other cities we've gone through all the you know right chains of command to mm -hmm. get our permits, and we actually have the support of the police because they know that our freedom of speech is what it's all about. And Okay, so now right. you, you accomplished this. They legalized mm -hmm. toplessness. How do you think that'll change your life? How do you think, will that really have an effect on society? 
Absolutely, because and I lived in Europe for a number of years, and I know just from coming from foreign parents that the idea of what a topless woman is on the beaches of Italy or south of France is very different than a topless woman here. In, in Italy, you could see three or four generations, you know, families going with grandmas and grandpas and ne- nieces and nephews and gra- grandparents. Topless you know. grandmas? Yeah, <laughs> topless grandmas, topless babies, you know, and there, it's not about, it's not about, you know, our breasts are not sexual. And when, when you look at the history of how, <laughs> well, a man's are too, right? A man has just as much pleasure as a woman no, when yeah, her breasts I mean, are touched. So yeah. what's the difference? I mean, I look at a man and go, wow, that's a nice chest. Thank you. Now, you did know? you say that about anyone here? Well, Perhaps. I haven't seen him. You guys got to take your clothes off. Come on. Logan? <laughs> Logan, you feeling uh, you want to show support of- and go top? <laughs> Maybe a little later. But, but the bottom line is when we look at it through history, women's ankles, women's you know, neckline, women's wrists, women's knees, women's belly buttons were right. all looked at as taboo and sexual at some point. So there had to be some kind of line that was broken and somebody who had to go, you know what, this is ridiculous. If I show my knees, I can be fined $5 back in you know, right. the 1900s. You know, and now even when, when I think it was Bridget Bardot modeled the first two-piece bikini and it was like looked so at So you see like, yourself Ooh. as a freedom fighter. Absolutely. And by the way, Absolutely. sensuality doesn't have to be offensive because it's not Absolutely. like something yeah if i sh- if someone shows their body they're not being sexual mm-hmm. it's just their body do you ever think it may about be, you, i may perceive it as sensual but exactly we all can we can find beauty in so many different things we can find beauty now you're talking about saying i i noticed on the website one of the questions you get a lot is how are you helping men how is this going to help men obviously Guys getting to see breasts is helping them, but is there anything, any other benefit to men? <laughs> Absolutely. If you, I mean, just for an example, like the last three years now that we've done Go Topless on Venice Beach, the experience that we had um, as far as being topless and seeing, you know, hundreds of people sna- taking pictures and, wow, topless girls or almost topless girls, right? Right. And, and then after about an hour or so, it, uh, they start to like it's not anything exciting anymore. They start looking the other way and they stop taking pictures and it's like, oh, okay, the excitement's done. It's like, they, you know, it's <laughs> oh, terrible. it's like looking up someone's <laughs> dress for the first time. You get like this little rush. But the yep. whole point is, if you see it all the time, then it's like, oh, that's a pair of breasts. Yeah, we all have them. You know. Now, but like, as a woman, are you worried? Okay, hey, we can go around topless, and then you start going around topless, and then next thing you know, you're walking around, and I'm not honking at you because you have giant breasts anymore. Because I've seen them, I'm worn out. I'm not, I'm not getting the second job so I can make more money, so I can take a- girls out, so I can you're see so what's funny. going under their bra. Do you see that? I don't see. Do that you worry that, that it's going to devalue it? No, absolutely. Do you worry not. that breasts being flooded in the marketplace is going to hurt your mm, currency? Absolutely not. Because look, look in all, so many other countries that breasts are you see breasts, it doesn't matter if, if breasts are out. I mean, if you're a handsome guy and I it, see your yeah. face all the time, right? And then I say we're in a relationship, I'm not going to like, go, oh, well, you're not handsome anymore because I've seen your face every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on, really? You know, point. like... Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I don't think I'll ever go tired of seeing bare breasts. <laughs> it's, a, it's a purely hypothetical. So, I mean, it's all it's all cultural. I mean, we have to look at what how we think in America. So, you, you know, we're we, uptight Americans, and you're trying to get us Americans to loop up. That, you, ever, you know, we're, we're constantly surrounded by a media that sells sex, but we have so many taboos around the topic, and it's like, that's what makes us a little like, woo-woo, cookie-cookie. Do you ever think about <laughs> taking it a step further and making it mandatory for women to be topless all the time? <laughs> well, you know, hey, from state to state. Let's see. We we have Columbus, Ohio, Houston, uh, Austin, Texas. And you have um, to show your boobs in those. Not have to. You can. Miami oh. Beach, 
South Beach, of course. Okay. <laughs> uh, New York City. I think there's five states right now that it's it's legal to go topless. So, you know, it's within each state's right. And the, those rights also were as, like, topless walking down a street. Now, topless. do you think – has this had the, have these protests been successful? Obviously, you guys – you got a lot of publicity from it. You got a lot of people checking out the website mm. and stuff like that. Has that made a difference? Have you well, changed any laws? Right now, well, the only way to change laws is we go to Congress, right? So what we right. have is if for everybody who's out there listening, if you go on the website, you can sign a petition. And we're aiming, I think, over the last like couple of months since GoTopless, we got about 3,000 um, signatures. The goal is 2,012 in front of the White House. Sweet. Nice. We want two million women. You know Barack will two be loving women that. Two million women in 2012 <laughs> in on there. August 26th, which ends up on a Sunday. So it is the actual day of Women's Equality Day. Now, is there so, any is there any concern in the back of your head, like, oh, maybe Rael is just using this as a way to see tons of topless chicks, and maybe it's not about freedom and stuff like that? I I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that that's exactly not what he not at all what he's you know behind. I I've been involved in the Raelian movement for you know like I said 14 years and I believe that it's a, an absolutely beautiful organization How that supports the rights. How much of it of, is devoted to titties though the religion? What do you mean? The Raelian movement. The the Raelian religion is devoted to titties. How much? Yeah, what percentage? No, what, I don't understand the question. That's well, kind I, of a I, what other causes like really are they behind? Involved in? What yeah, other what, causes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, one, for instance, is an organization called, and you're going to laugh, I know, when you hear the name, Clitorade. And nice. it's for FGM, women with female genital. It was a pretty devastating, um, oh, you know, women mutilation? with FGM. We're building the first so ever like hospital. <laughs> so the first ever nice. hospital in Burkina Faso to do reconstructive surgery on women who have been genitally oh, wow. mutilated. Oh, that's, that's We've been training amazing. doctors. We've had, I think, this year, 15 girls who've been reconstructed who are having, for the first time in their lives, their first ever orgasm. That's incredible. So the whole, wow, like I, I said. I thought that was permanent, by the way, when they. They, they there was a doctor about 10 years ago who discovered that at the root of the clitoris, there's live nerve endings, and if you do a, a certain type of reconstruction, you can extract those nerve endings. That's from the fantastic. And oh, that's give cool. women up to 80% of the sensation. Yeah. So again, Ryle was more than the they one get with who, me. <laughs> <laughs> when you said clitorate, I was like, oh my God, this is probably some awful sports drink. No. Um. <laughs> anyway, so as you said, I mean, the, the, Ryle is, is a very high supporter in giving back a lot of what women have been suppressed and okay. women's freedoms in what right on we have a topless <laughs> wow. man in the room top so yeah. Cornell just got topless while everyone was kind of talking that literary thing sold me what can I say yeah, awesome. it's a fantastic you have to look at yeah. yeah I'm very passionately involved in that as well and I work on their website and I hope to go to Africa during the opening of the hospital how are my boobs so. Your boobs are great. Thank All right, you. now now we've seen uh, we've seen <laughs> Cornell go topless. Can we get you to go topless? Sure, why not? Yeah. Yay! Yay. See, the boys go are just topless. waiting <laughs> for Laura to go topless in the studio. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Okay, don't have. I, okay, I just got back from Hawaii, so you know I'm. Okay, that's all right. Thank you. you. Yeah. Oh okay. yes. See? Whoa. Yeah. Woohoo! Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, Those jackpot. Those are fantastic breasts as well. Thank you very much. That was no. a pretty pro taking off your bra See, I bet if I was here for like, like another hour, boom. you guys would just forget that I was sitting here topless. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> guys don't even know what to ask me anymore. Their eyes are like uh, ask us a somewhere question in, in the hour. area. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I love it. I'm kind of distracted by Cornell, but yeah. <laughs> I know. All right, so now where should where should people go to check out your website? You need to go to gotopless.org. Okay. Definitely sign the petition. Stop okay. looking at my breasts. 
<laughs> he can't look at me in the eyes anymore. <laughs> no, it's, what, it's a beautiful What cup thing. size are your eyes? What cup size are my eyes? I, I have a question, though, really quick. Yeah. Um, if, if women can go topless... Mm-hmm. Does that mean they are more susceptible? It clearly means they're going to be more susceptible to being touched in their breasts and Not stuff. Not necessarily. Well, I mean, if, I've, if I'm walking around topless and someone touches me, it's like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not wearing a shirt. It's not a big deal. Right. With the whole, I mean, if, if you think of like the taboos, how are taboos set up in people's minds? If you think of it on a psychological way, people, anything that someone can't have, they want. It's like right. marijuana in California, right. right? It's like all of a sudden it's available everywhere. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Sure. Sure. You know, it's the same type of thing. And and when you look at the statistics of like sexual violence in comparison to like America to Europe, right. America is like one of the highest countries so in the world So you think this will actually violence. help oh, kind of totally. curb violence against women? Right. But, not, violence but comes... not even violence, but just like... Touching a woman's breast, will that still be like considered molestation I mean, in public who, or something? Who knows or? if it will? I mean, honestly, oh, we change a there's lot of needs exactly. It's, right, right. You know, it's it's within each individual to understand what that is. Now we live in a in a country that's superly, you know, religiously, you know, repressed and right. suppressed and <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right, so right. <laughs> like I said, there's a lot of different topics that kind of go with this. And yeah, I, I feel we, like if you're the type of person that would harass a woman. Then it's there's already get, some psychological Then you're already that person, and it's not... All right, know. guys. Well, we got a, uh, a special guest joining in the conversation. He's our uh, movie reviewer, and he's a, he's a character himself. I'd like to welcome onto the program Stud Manley. Stud, are you there? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Stud, where are you? All right. Well, Stud... Um, <laughs> hold on. Maybe I'll try to call him back. All right. Sorry to break that up, but we got okay. um, Stud Manley. He's going to be doing our movie reviews. He's the... Um, He's uh, quite a character. I don't know really how to describe him. Cornell, do you? What would? How would you describe Stud Manley? Um, he is a lunatic, but a very like harmless lunatic, and he's, he's a, a lot he's, of fun. He's a little bit crazy, a little bit rock and roll. Stud Manley, are you there? Oh, I'm here. All right, Stud. Stud we got we got we got distracted by the go topless movement, but I want to make sure we get in your. Uh, your world-famous movie reviews. Let's get oh, to it. Oh, great. I know it's the uh, Halloween season. Were you able to go see any uh, scary movies? Oh, well, Sean, you know that uh, every Halloween they have all these uh, scary movies, but we all know that none of them are very scary at all. Uh, so actually what I was thinking about doing, and you might want to get involved in this, and who else do you have there with you tonight? I you have, have the breast lady. And yeah. <laughs> the breast lady. <laughs> hey, stud, you should go topless, too. That would be really studly of you. Yeah, we also... He always makes these phone calls. Too, okay. <laughs> the, the idea I wanted to make for a really scary Halloween movie, okay, is about uh, all the women, okay, say all the women in the Midwest, suddenly they all stop menstruating, you know, like an epidemic. <laughs> and they all think that they're pregnant. But what they find out is that they all have midget vampires living in their vaginas. Oh, my, oh my God. This sounds terrifying. That, that sounds... would be, I mean, everyone's scared of, you know, vampires and midgets, you know, and you might want to, you know, get involved in this. And lady, we should probably and do some ladies from the pregnant. movie. Well, that is, that is a fear, Stud, and I, I appreciate you bringing that up, and that, that sounds horrifying. Were you able to see any lighter fare? Um, I know you were talking about checking out the movie Secretariat. Well, you know, that's an interesting story, Secretary, but I'm not going to see that movie, and I think we all know why. <laughs> why is, is that? Because, well, we all know that the trainer, uh, the Secretariat, spoke French. 
And we all know, I mean, he was from Canada, but you don't have to speak French and be, you know, from France, you know, to be French. You can be from Canada, too. And we all know about French-speaking people, how they like to uh, make love to horses. <laughs> oh, oh, stud. Wow, God. All right. Coming with the truth. Wait, are you trying to get me to see the movie or not? I'm sorry? Are you saying that John Malkovich was fooling around with horses? Well, I know a little bit about John Malkovich. I don't think he's really French, but I know, do know that he has a, a, other problems. And I think I might get to him a little later on in this. Uh, okay. He's part of a secret That's society old. that I've heard about. <laughs> Stud's got all the inside Hollywood gossip. Well, we're talking uh, freaks here. I know this uh, film coming out, Freakonomics. It's not necessarily a freaky, but what's your take on that film, Stud? Well, I usually don't do reviews on, about documentaries on your show, but I thought it would be very important uh, to say something about this. Of course, I won't see it, and I'm sure you haven't seen it. I, I think it's not even out anymore. No, it's not. <laughs> you, you've probably heard about some of the preposterous claims that these filmmakers have made. Have you heard anything about it? Uh, no, I haven't. Well, these filmmakers are claiming that the crime rate has decreased in recent years. Hmm. Okay, and you, do you know why they say that it's decreased no what what's the reason because of legalized abortion oh man hmm. when was the last time you saw a non-aborted fetus rob a bank <laughs> i'd say it's been a while <laughs> i guess yeah that's a that's a bold claim i that's guess stereotyping stud <laughs> i don't know i haven't seen it but i'm sure it happens now, Stud, we're hitting on some heavy subjects here. Do you, do you got any uh, takes on some kids' movies? Maybe something a little lighter? Well, well, you know, the Harry Potter movie, the new Harry Potter movies coming out. Of, you know, I haven't seen any of these things. Now, these are, you know, these are nice, supposedly, I mean, these are written for children. You know, they're supposed to be all innocent and everything. And this is where we're getting back, back to John Malkovich, so for the breast lady there. <laughs> what a lot of people Thank don't you. realize is that they're, you know, there's a secret society of men out there who drive down to Griffith Park and they pretend to be reading Harry Potter books. Oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> but what they're really doing is they're sending out like codes or signals to each other uh-huh. so that they can suck each other's wings. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Really? Under the guise of the child movie Harry Potter? Oh, oh man. I don't, <laughs> I don't like the sounds of this, stud. I don't like the sounds of this at all. I need. What else do you got, Stud? I, I, that kind of threw me for a loop. <laughs> you got some pretty interesting theories there, Stud. <laughs> well, these, these a lot are proven facts. All right, sorry, Stud. What else? What else? Do you, what else do you got? What else have you seen? What else are you well, looking to check out? Well, well, the Sound of Music. Uh, they have a sing-along, Sound of Music coming out. And oh, I, nice. I, I, as a child, I saw the Sound of Music. You know, I didn't see it at the theater, uh, but uh, you know, I saw it have at home. Have you seen any movies in theaters, Stud? What's that? Have you seen any movies in theaters? Well, if you're really good at what you do, you really don't have to actually do it. Just look at the trailer? Well, sometimes I have, you know, I'm not going to say I don't always go into the theater. There have been times that I've gone into the theater and I've sat, you know, at the screen with my back to the screen and just watched the audience and watched their <laughs> perception of the film. Well, <laughs> how does that work? Do you just see how they react and that's how you I, judge your movie? I sometimes I've done that. Sometimes I just watch people coming out of the theater, 
Uh, you know, I've seen trailers. I've seen partial trailers, but I don't want to see too much because, you know, I don't want to give away too much partial of the movie. Trailer. All right. You're a purist. You don't want to see the movie and have it taint your review. I like that about you, Stud. Yes. Thank you very much. I knew you would agree with me. You're very sophisticated. That's why I call the show. This is the only show I call. <laughs> I feel honored. Now, I know a lot of people in our uh, audience, they're big on the Facebook, the Twitter, and I heard they're coming out with a movie about Facebook, the social network. It's number one, or it was before Jackass came like around. It? I'm hearing great things. How about you, Stud? Well, would you like to hear a joke about uh, Facebook? Okay, yeah. Why not sure, throw, throw a joke in the reviews? Okay. <laughs> what do they call the Japanese version of Facebook? Oh, man. I don't know. Japanese Facebook? Japan book? Bukaki Facebook. Uh, <laughs> you know, because that's what they do in Japan. They always, you know, do a Bukaki on each other's face over there. <laughs> All right. Well, Stud, thanks a lot. We got to wrap things up. But, uh, perfect. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I love everyone there so much. Nice talking thank to you again, you. Stud. Good. All right. Wow. <laughs> so that's Stud Manley. He does the movie reviews. <laughs> You know, a lot of people are worried, oh, is he going to be slowed down by not actually seeing the movies? No, not slowed down at all. Logan, would you like to uh, wrap things up with a haiku? Let's do it. Fetus, bank robbers. Titties are super awesome. Bukaki Facebook. <laughs> All right. Oh, thank you, Logan. That and, uh, thank you, Cornell, for coming on the show. Where can uh, people get more of Cornell Reed? Uh, Twitter.com slash Corneezy, C-O-R-N-E-E-Z-Y, and Cornell Reed on Facebook. All right. Make me. sure you check that out. And, uh, Laura, where can yes. people check you out? You can check us out at gotopless.org. And if you want to know more about the Raelian movement, you can see Rael.org. Can we get All a right. picture for the site, too? Do you get a picture? Actually, there's lots of pictures on the site. No, but I mean you and me of the from the station. Sure. All right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll get, get a, a photo picture. shoot. We'll have it up on the website, shantigreen.com. Topless at LA Radio. You got it. Thank you everyone for tuning in. We do it live every Thursday, eight o'clock on latalkradio.com. Make sure you tune in next week. We got uh, Johnny Pemberton in studio promoting his new MTV show. And make sure you check out the Comedy Garage this Saturday. Log on to shantigreen.com. Click the link section, and uh, you can click the Comedy Garage link and get all that information. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into the program. Thanks for listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out SeanTGreen.com and click the iTunes link to subscribe today. Also check me out at DocumentaryLabel.com.